everybody, podcast number 158. That, uh, that, that start took a start kind of like Mitch's old stutter step, you know? You take one step and stop and hold, and it's like, ah, okay, let's go. I, that commercial gets me every time, because I press it, and it stops. And you press it again, and it stops. So I don't know what's going on You, you would think after 158, we would have that under control. No. Yeah, no it's still a, We still need to practice you know for another 150, I guess. You know what? If it was a ladies' podcast, they'd probably have it perfect, but we don't need to be perfect. Well, they would so. be six minutes earlier, so... Um, we are late again. Just for everybody, we're not pregnant. It's just no. uh, we're late. <laughs> our, our guest, our guest was having a hard time logging in, so we, we finally got him all. Yeah, like by you guest, know, you mean Tyler Ticket or? I was the second one here. I do not appreciate this. Slapping. He was. He came in, and I said, "Oh, I've got a friend," and he's like, "Do you?" <laughs> I did. I did say that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, Mitch was having a hard time with his connection in the background. We kept trying to get him in, but. You know, you know. After 15 podcasts, you think you would have it, but you didn't. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> so, unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But maybe, maybe, maybe our next guest will be better at it. Yeah. Maybe. We'll just introduce. <laughs> we'll just introduce ourselves because uh, this is podcast 158, and there may be some new people to our podcast. So, uh, I'm Kerry Kreitz, kind of the host, not really part time now, more so. Dexter Wiseman in the top right of your screen, Tim Wiseman in the bottom right, and Tyler Tickcat, partially new podcast crew. Ish. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's just let's Some just cameos. see how it is. Let's see how it is. Uh, this is a trial run. The Stan <laughs> Lee of run. bowling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We, uh, You're we, just we, far we're, more. We're looking alive. for better. We're looking for better talent. Daryl's kind of getting old, so. Uh, we, we upgraded to Tyler. That's I don't know how easy we can explain that, but uh, hmm. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting take on that. <laughs> As Daryl reads it, he can tell me where to go, right? So yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, so first thing Tyler needs to know as like new, uh, you know, podcast member, um, we are starting a uh, fantasy or. Yeah, fantasy baseball league for the the five pin U members, and we're gonna do a live draft. So uh, brush up on your baseball. Is that the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs team there? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> they score touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Right, I'm on it. You don't have to be good at it, but it'll be entertaining. I think we might ask our guests on too. There, we might ask our guest on there too. He's not great at it, but. He understands baseball a little. Did anybody uh, catch Tyler's oh. new uh, nickname from the weekend? Or this was an open exclusive. I don't know why it's been spread to the public knowledge. You're you're a meanie baby. Uh. <laughs> a meanie baby. I don't. I'm sorry, Ty. I I wasn't expecting to bring that up on here, but here we are. Yeah, well, Bill brought it up. We're just commenting on the comments. You know, I'm not so. even getting that comment on here. That's so weird. really. I'll show you. Again. Oh, that oh, one! Good. Yeah. The second time. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, oh, there oh, it is. Oh, by the way, <laughs> uh, some things never change. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's true. T, T- Rock, Rob, with in. the show up. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> went to Regina this weekend. Quick story. Uh, got got to sneak away and go to the Moose Jaw tunnels, and it was fantastic. It was super fun to go do. Uh, but apparently, in the tunnels, when I hold a door, I get the name Doorstop. And I feel like that's going to stick around forever. T- Taylor was really lucky. He got the nickname Muscles, which is far better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because T-Rob is just strapped. Oh, he is. He is, like, built. <laughs> I just, I, you know what? Dexter sn- snuck off to Moose Jaw. And poor Carrie, whenever he saw a movie, he got he got shit on. Right? And, <laughs> and nobody even knew this was going on. And so... Um, I really don't feel bad for you, Dex. Uh, n- n- not at least. No, not at all. Oh, man. Those are some old references. I like it. Yeah, there, there were no mo- there's no movie theater anymore. It's, uh, nope. The movie it's theater sad, in actually. Golden Mile is long gone. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about anything before we bring on our special guest or bi-weekly guest or <laughs> however we want to determine this gentleman? Um... We meet, yeah. It was, Tim, was there any you, good... you're going to Mexico. You're going to Mexico. Well, he's in Mexico right now. Can't you tell? He's wearing a coat. He's in a hotel room. <laughs> it's, it's cold. I'm hurricane season. Yeah. But where in Mexico are you going? Did you actually figure that out? Because I asked Mayan, you and you said, I don't no, know. I'm going to Mayan Riviera. Okay, which resort? Uh, oceans. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Tim, Tim got the privileged package. Just yeah. so everybody knows. Oh, well, yeah, he's going to have a butler. I heard about this. <laughs> you know, that's a very mean thing to call Cindy. <laughs> she's, she's sitting here all relaxed. Let's deep dive this. Cindy, what are your thoughts? Oh, she can't hear us because of the headphones. I called you a butler. No, 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 no. Tim yeah, called Tyler. Cindy a butler. Um, Let's clarify that. We, 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 we just, we just, we just, we just had dinner, and uh, I guess the 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 privilege bracelet's white and. Poor Dyson was like, yeah, we're going to be white privilege. I was like, Dyson, you can't say that. You can't say that. You cannot say that. Oh, my God. No. So, moving on from Mexico. Yeah, let's not uh, dwell on this. (coughs) Flagged on YouTube for sure. Um, How about the fact that Oilers are currently winning 3-1 over the Maple Leafs, the baseball team? Yeah. That's like two three pointers, right? <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, you're you're now a welcome addition to the crew. <laughs> I like it. You got the lead ancestor seal of approval. Cindy's not listening to it, as you can see. She's over here listening to it. So you're you're in trouble in about five minutes, there, there Buckle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, um, it was it was a good weekend. It was definitely a good weekend for everybody. Some but, better than the others. Do, do you notice? Do you notice that these events now? I mean, I was talking to you guys in the past. Tyler's too young to understand this, but things get off the rails a lot all the time, and it just seems like more of a professional tour than anything. Um, definitely not as not as crazy party atmosphere as it used to be, right? And Regina was the place, right? And uh, it just it's a different uh, different event nowadays. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing by any means. It's just uh, yeah, it's just more different. professional. Yeah, you know, you're, you're right. Regina was the place that was always, like, right off the rails. Like, right off the rails. We'd have, this like, the sock bowling until, like, 3 in the morning and, like, just dancing on the bar and 
Gino kissing you on the bar. Black Sambuca a, paralyzers for Gino. Oh, uh, the throwing Samoan with the mustache on his that face. Mean, that was mean, Bruce. Like yeah, yeah. there, there was there was a lot. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't even. Um, we won't touch that story. But now, but now that now it's gone from like the place that went off the rails a lot to the place that's like probably the most professional, the hardest cut to make. Um, yeah, it's just it's different, and it's not bad by any means. It's just different. I feel we should bring in the guest for this conversation since we are uh, talking yeah, about Giant Classic. So, uh, without further ado, your 2023 A and B side champion. Everybody's favorite guest, Mitch hey. Davis. Oh. Mitch, you figured out your connection. Good to see you. Oh, yeah. Blame me, eh? I know. It was actually that guy. <laughs> yeah. The leader of the crew, eh? I showed up right at 7.01, just when I was supposed to. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, just, I just loved your face in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just easy to blame me. Blame the short guy. <laughs> well, yeah. Usually that's Tim, but you're shorter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Mitch, obviously you've been coming out the Regina Classics for quite a while. Not as long as me and Dex and Timmy, but um, have you noticed the trend that the tour, the Regina Classic, has become more of a professional atmosphere compared to um, a weekend away? <coughs> Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, there used to be years. Uh, this was my eleventh year going. My, like obviously, minus COVID and everything like that. But my eleventh Regina Classic, and um, there used to be years we'd like destroy rooms. Yeah, Do you remember that? We'd go in the rooms and we'd start flipping mattresses and pillow fuckface. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was not safe times at all. No one was safe. Like it was yeah. dangerous, man. I don't no know how we still. Leave, no one should leave a bowling tournament with CTE. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> people, I don't think people know that game, right? That that pillow game. Oh no, I actually described it like I think what I say like a month ago in podcast for some reason. Yeah, yeah, uh, like but otherwise now it's we go there and there's forty eight like there forty eight plus every shift. Everybody's trying their hardest. There's there's still a lot of drinking going on. There's still a lot of you know good times to be had, and but it just seems like it's a lot different and probably for the better to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, probably for the better. Foot slaps. Yeah. That foot game was stupid too. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah. came up with that? Who decided? Hey, we're gonna slap someone's foot as hard as you can. That's a terrible okay. idea. Okay. That's a terrible idea. Now it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was usually people just laying on the beds, either whatever, talking to somebody else, and you just come up, warm up your hand as hard as you could, and slap the hell out of their bottom of their yeah. foot. It was enjoyable. It wasn't safe. It was not enjoyable. It was abuse, one hundred percent. And there wasn't any loitering in hotel rooms. Like there was like nobody, like thirty of us all in one room anymore, right? Well, we're well, all going to bed now. We're all old. And the high class uh, go to Fairfield, so yeah. all, all this oh, West yeah. Harvest uh, <laughs> people are still stuck. <laughs> okay, that we're not going to talk about those times, Cindy. That was you had to be there for it. That was it. That's yeah. it. I, I think she was wrong. Twenty k turned out to eight k real fast. And it turned, it wasn't <clears> what happens in the Regina Classic stays in the Regina Classic. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, whatever. Just if somebody has 8K, go please go see Mitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moving on. Uh, moving, yeah, on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, so Lenny does bring up a, a huge point. So with all these <laughs> consolation events being dropped from um, the main events, I didn't hear any complaints. Did you guys hear no. any complaints? No. In fact, I heard compliments about it because the time frames were so much better. Way better. Yeah, yeah, like I have not heard. I didn't hear a compl. Uh, sorry, compl- I didn't hear a complaint at TPC. I did not hear a complaint in Regina. Nope. For for somebody who didn't make the cut, like the rest of the four of you guys there, so I, you know, just want to throw that out there. Uh, when you knew your time was up and you didn't have a chance to make a cut, it was nice not to grind for a constellation. <laughs> Well, that's fair. Yeah, you're just like, oh god, really I point. still have to get the twenty-one fifty to even yeah, have a shot at consolation. Yeah. So maybe I might have a thirty-second spot. Yeah, you know what? It was very nice. You know what? I'll try for a single spot. I'll give it a run. But you know, when four hundred you mean tossed, you you punch once. It's like, well, there goes one hundred and fifty dollars, right? But uh, um, it, I I think the time frame just absolutely makes it way. Way more worth it, right? It just uh, it just makes more sense. Yeah, remember we used to do like seminars at like two thirty in the morning, and now at least we're getting them in at a manageable time, and you can go to bed. And it was nice if you did have a vibe because you could go to bed at like say twelve thirty or whatever, and then sleep till nine. But even if you didn't have a buy, twelve thirty is not bad. No. Yeah. Yeah. Way better. It, it, it was it was much well, like yeah. deserved. I, I mean, last year probably would have been close to that if it wasn't for the power outage. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. they yeah. paid their bills this year, so that's that's always a good sign. It's huge. Well, did they did they pay the heating bill? I don't know. Oh, yeah. it was pretty cool that uh, first day. It you was. I love that though. Every center should do that. That's so much better. That's so much better than it being like not unbearably hot to you not pay their bills. Okay. Just shut down so, the building. Yeah. So True. I asked. I asked them, and they actually or Cindy asked them. There, there's actually no heat in that place. I heard there's and no furnace. Yeah. Yeah. There's no furnace. So. You either open up the ducts and it gets real hot, or you don't have anything at all, right? So well, it's just for, residual heat. Yeah. For Baker's Night, at least, like when there's like 200 people in there at one time, it's not bad. It's fine. No. Yeah. But at yeah. 8:30 on a Friday morning, uh, it's, it was it's it was chilly. Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little it's a little dicey. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You know what the bonus was? How how much? How many five pu and, and WCBT sweaters we sell? Oh, did you guys sell a lot? Probably a ton because of those sweaters. Sold, sold a fair bit, yep. Yeah. So yeah, I saw the new shirt. The, you had those ones going, yeah. The zip-ups? No, the bowling, the bowling stupid game or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw those new shirts. Those are nice. Yeah. Mark did a good job with that. I, th- I liked that one. It was good. It's well-designed. Soon to be on the Shopify store, so if people are interested in ordering some, they'll be on there. Me and Johnny got to figure out when we're going to do that, but good. Um, where are we starting? Let's, you know what? Let's 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 kill like two birds at one stone. Let's talk about the um, the showdown, and let's talk about the, the bakers, right? So, um, I know I know you won both of them. You won everything, Mitch. Yeah, so, I mean, literally won everything. Um, Every single event that they had. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Why, why don't you why don't you take it off? Why why don't you leave really? this podcast? Yeah. I, <laughs> How about we lead him with questions, Tim? Yeah. yeah, come on, come on, Tim. So so okay. Here's a question. Let's start this okay. One off. Okay. 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 So you you guys won this year. You didn't win last year, right? Oh for, God! For I, know the, I know exactly where you're going. 
So getting rid of Adam, replacing with Dexter, was that a good change? <laughs> uh, uh, the, the correct answer is absolutely. Results yeah, yeah. say yes. Uh, Dex, Dexter played really well for triples. Actually, Greg played the best of us for triples. He was on Greg fire. played really well, yeah. Yeah, Greg I played, played really well. actually terrible, to be honest. But, uh, well, the first four games I played, I had like 1040 with with four open, four open 10. Actually, this is how it started. I remember this, Dex. We all started. We didn't have an open frame till the seventh frame. And yeah. we only had one open frame yeah. in the first nine frames until we all opened the tenth frame. Yeah, we, we punched... Yeah, we all punched 10 for, like, 870. Something like that, yeah. And uh, we did not have an, a mark in the 10th frame until the third game of the third bowler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's how that went It took out. us nine attempts in the 10th frame to get a mark. Yeah. We got there, though. We got there. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we did. We yeah. did. Um, actually, scores were lower than I had thought they would be for the triples. It, the cut was only like 261. I, th- I think it was 261 last I looked. 261? It was 260, 261. Yeah, so 261. And so I was pretty surprised at what the cut what actually was for, yeah. for that center. Yeah. Big, big range of scores. It definitely got tight between like 7 and like 10, 7 and 11. Yeah, like lots of lots of room for movement in there, but we just kind of sat in the second place spot almost the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we played. Go ahead. Sorry, Tim. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking at. I mean, your first game was close against the the Strokers. Um, yeah, I didn't then, know who was on that team. Did, Dex, uh, I have it up here. The, the Strokers. Yeah, so is, it's there. It's Dawson Hillborn, Colton, Kester, and Joel. Mamch. Oh, Joel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. Joel, but I, I didn't know Colton there very well. Yeah. Um, but but didn't, you, didn't you guys play absolutely dominant afterwards? Too? Yeah, that that first match was definitely a struggle. None of us could get it going. Bunch of punches. That was the only game where Greg Greg was not very good in that one. That was the, And that was the only game. Every other game, I think, was like basically 300. Oh, yeah. And he he averaged... Go ahead. Sorry, Dex. And that one, he punched like six times for a buck 80. Something like that, but uh, we all we all struggled that one, and then yeah, all of a sudden the nine fifty nine sixty sixty two, we played good after that. Mm-hmm. It was almost like you guys were the team to beat. Well, I don't know. It was the two Shut teams, up. the two teams that were one two <laughs> were playing in the one two game. Yeah, exactly. They, they had Brad, right? Yeah, Brad Wist and uh, yeah. And Bradford, yeah. yeah. And Bradford. They had a great team. I know Bradford had a rough uh, final game, but I know we yeah. played really well. And and Sean Schwartz looked at him and goes, you really let the team down. And I know he was joking. I know he was joking, but I was like, Sean, like, we won by 230 points. He he shot a buck 70. Like, the only way he he doesn't, or we, we don't win, is if he shoots 400. Like, you, you can't, well, you can't really the blame mile. the guy. Sorry? That's easy at the mile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there there oh. were quite a few. There were a lot. There were a there lot. There was a lot in the last shift. Yeah, that yeah, we'll get we'll get to that, but that was pretty unreal. So yeah, so we won the A side, just Wisted uh came in second, so that was Bradford Moans and Wisty. So the top two teams made it to the finals. Yeah. So yeah. like that's so well. yeah, that's that's quite alright. And then uh who won? The McPeters. The McPeters. 
Josh Clark and and on all of them with that as yeah. well, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but they were playing they, Dougie, weren't they? I think they could have. It, it, I mean, it's like if you look at the top eight, they're all really good players, right? Everybody's made a cut before. Everybody's yeah. gone deep in a cut or won something. So, um, not nothing, nothing out of the ordinary with any of those. those yeah. Uh, when it when it comes to the Bakers now, uh, if you if you pull up the Bakers, obviously, um, spoiler alert: if anybody didn't watch, Mitch won this one. Um, but uh, you you once again you I think you dumped Adam and Dex and you picked up. Jen and, and Dwayne. Well, that was a totally uh, different tournament, but yeah, no, no, uh, I, yeah. I actually, I've been on the same team for the last like four years, Tim, and then Adam didn't come, so we picked up Ty. So if so, you're gonna throw shade, okay, get it right. It, anyways, get it right. Want, but I want you guys to take a look at all the names there, and I want you to take a look at number sixteen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I mean, it was close. It was really close. You know, if you really look at it, uh, you're, you're about a hundred pins out from two hundred pins out from second last. So. That's good. That's a good one, Sandy. Carrie's <laughs> got nothing. He's say just speechless over there. I can't tell you. <laughs> uh, me and Daryl and the barbers couldn't figure anything out. Didn't matter the lineup. Didn't matter anything. We were just uh, there to throw money at Mitch and play along. Well then, yeah. Tyler, you cashed. Dex and I did, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So let's let's move on to that. Um, <laughs> so how did that all come about? How did you play with uh, Dougie and Hibner? That was a team for the last couple of years, or what? Yeah, well, I mean, with Weber not coming. Uh, they were obviously looking for someone else. Uh, Jeff messaged me, and then Jeff messaged his team, and Dexter scared the living crap out of Jeff and said he didn't want to bowl with Tyler, and yeah. then he hates oh. that guy. Yeah, he was like, he sucks. Was like, I, I asked, uh, asked Ty if he wanted to play. I hope you guys are all okay with that. And I was like, Ty? Seriously? That, that guy? guy? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> And then there was a long pause, and you could just see the dot, dot, dot. And then I was like, it's fine. <laughs> like, me and Ty get along great. Looking forward to that. That'll be a good time. Well, yeah, that, that brings up a question that I have. So, Ty, you got, do, you, do you guys in general, do you, got, do you like to play with the same teams at certain events or all the time? Or, like, what do you guys like to do there? I personally like to change it up. I mean, I have no issues bowling with the same people over and over again because I like most people at the bowling alley. Um, in Red Deer, we do usually keep our team the same. It's usually Brad, like my brother and I, and then the Frenchies, uh, Sly and Max. Right. Um, but other than that, I don't know if I've bowled with the same person in TPC more than once. Yeah, I saw you bowled Greg a couple years ago, or was it last year? Two years ago, and we were garbage. Never bowling with that guy again. That's, that's what he said, too. I don't know. <laughs> it's awful. And then he bowls this year with Katie and their lights out. Of course, sure. of course. Greg has um, to bowl with a girl, though, man. He only wins t- t- those tournaments with a girl on team. It's a thing. Really? I mean, I'm gay. Yeah. Isn't that close enough? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Come on. Um, no, I... It's right there. The real it's question. right there. <laughs> um... I, I enjoy playing with lots of people, uh, mostly because everyone's got like a different energy, and it, it's cool to see. I've never played with Jeff or Doug before, and they were both awesome on a team, um, so it's lots of fun. Do you ever feel nervous like when you're playing with a different team? 
Not as much anymore. Uh, the year that I actually played with Carrie and Regina, I was really nervous that year. Uh, but I think I was still like 18 at the time and it was like, I think it was Carrie, DB and Mark. I don't remember. Or Derek Holm maybe. Uh, no, it might've been, um, on that team would've been maybe Mike Lacousier. I filled in for Mike cause that was the year he couldn't make it. That's the last here, lasting impression. I think we were close to the score that Carrie had this year. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> what a reputation he has in Regina now. Common I, I denominator. Love, okay, okay to, before we move on, Carrie, I've, I've won that event, by the way. <laughs> just, just so, so you know. people know. So, you know. <laughs> so your, your team name was TGFK, too. Could you tell the world what that what that meant? I actually have no no idea what that Thank means. Thank God part for of the... Carrie. Thank <laughs> God for Carrie. I might Blast. have been a shining light on that team. You don't know that. You the might shining have been. light. The shining light. You might have been. Way to shine um, away for two forty. Do you guys do you guys normally keep <laughs> the same team? Only two frames a game, bud. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you guys Dexter. normally keep the Do you guys normally keep the same teams for tournaments? Like for example, like like Red Deer coming up. Do you guys normally like? <sighs> well. Keep the same team every really? year? Or? Really? Right Usually. now? Right Usually. now? This is the time yeah. to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking questions, that's all. Just podcast stuff, you know? Well, I, I like to keep the same doubles partner a lot. That's me fair. too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, we ha- me and Greg have success, so we do that. But sometimes I do like to change it up because you do find that you're playing with the same people over and over and over again. But I like to keep the same doubles partner at uh, TPC as well because it's the only tournament, like, you get to play with Brad. Yeah, exactly. I think that's right. So I don't know. Sometimes sometimes you throw a change in there. Like the Regina one is usually where a lot of the Ontario guys come. So I don't get a chance to play with them in these kind of tournaments that much. So I would play with them primarily. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's what I was always love about these events is it's an opportunity to play on a, on something team like with people you know, normally don't get the opportunity to. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for Calgary though, I think we're gonna uh, keep changing that one because I played it twice now, and I think we both uh, both times was me and Greg and two different people. So I think that's what we're gonna do going forward. So Dexter, you're off. Was oh, Dexter we on that team? What? Oh yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> Yeah. Were you were you on that team? I, I don't even remember. I actually think I was this year, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but I, I wasn't offended anyways because I didn't remember, so <laughs> that, that's oh, was, oh, wasn't it with Adam? Weren't we with Adam? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So oh, my God. Going, anybody so going that, to Calgary, please DM Mitch, and then uh, you can put an application to play with him. Put an application, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I you for that. A, I appreciate I that. A, I hope you get 100. I'm going to share this and tell everybody. Okay. About it, so, yeah. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Every time Tim brings up that, moving on. And, and by the way, I did look back, Tyler. You were fifteenth with Carrie in two thousand. <laughs> uh, who who was all on that team? Johnstone and um, Johnstone and Barber. Oh yeah, we. Oh, what's back. the common denominator now, though? Yeah, <laughs> it's Carrie. I'm, I I I ain't. I'm not bringing up Scotty at all. Tim, have, have you won that? Have you won the Regina Bakers twice? Oh oh. oh. Shit. Let's have a pissing contest. I was just asking. And I was with uh, Charlene, Charlene uh, 
Maloney. And then I was with uh, Brad and Kevin and Jen Clark. I'm telling you, it's a thing to play with women. It's a, they're winners, men. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. thing. I'm pretty sure this was my second time winning the trios. And the first time was with Greg as well, actually. And his dad. Yeah, Greg, Greg said that, that you won with you and Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a different format then, too. Pretty sure it was just straight. Oh, score. just the straight four games or whatever, right? Before? Yeah. 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 Was, was it a high roller back then, Dex? Or was it. It was 60 bucks. Because they made when they made the the change to the event, they made it the high roller event. They made it two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah it was, oh. I, think it, I think it was only sixty bucks, and uh, it was at nine o'clock, right? So they didn't. It was yeah. It was after the steak night. Yeah. Oh, the steak oh, night. Right. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, at the rack. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. I, li- I liked it a lot. That is one thing I was saying is that next year we should talk to the rack and see if they could just open up the upper level for us on Sunday night. Yeah. Um. So, just going back to this though, with the triples, uh, today I got a text from, never spoke to him before, Jimson. Am I good or am I lagging out? Am I lagging out? No, you're good now. Okay. Uh, Jim Johnson, he's the owner of the mile. Oh, Oh, okay. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. So he messaged me today. He said, like, over the years, he likes to message people when they're usually, if he used to be there back in the day and he'd have a drink with them and say, like, uh, is there anything we could do to improve? And I'm like, I, I thought of like only one idea, really. And I brought up to you, I think, uh, Dex, about the triples. If we did, like, say, seven games instead of four-game qualifier, you do, like, two pods of eight and play right to match play. Would that improve it and maybe, like, raise the entry fee to, like, 250 a person? So you would play, like, in pods of seven, and then what would you do after that? So pods of eight and then play seven games. And then you take the top three, maybe two versus three across the like across the pods and then first ones have buys or something like whatever the format might be in the finals. But I'm saying like, just maybe going to a match play system. Like if we're there for three more games, it would probably be more beneficial for the center as well. Yeah. But so you would have to start earlier, right? And start the Thursday shift earlier. Probably. Right. And yeah. I brought that up too. Like maybe start at noon instead of one thirty. Yeah. My, so I, I'll say it because and I know Kevin and them are watching. I, I, I enjoy playing, um, the trios, but I don't like the format, and and the only reason why is one I'm out of shape, two, <laughs> two I'm okay getting the money in half. I just I just think if once once you play make that playoffs, you could play three or four other games, and and then play the consolation final or the third place final, and lose, and it just seems like all for nothing, right? You can yeah. play a lot. You play a lot of games, right, for a chance to win. Where I I know it's a high roller thing. I'm just. No, no, I agree. Um, just not my thing, yeah. But I, I brought and I brought this up to Kevin as well on the week on the weekend about the triples and said like, what do you guys think about this? I don't know because then if you have six teams making the cut, at least you could actually make money, and then you do an actual format. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't, it's a you, it's a high roller event, anyways. Yeah. So you're not you're not looking to make your money back. You're you're looking to I profit. Guess, yeah, so if the if the payout field is less than half, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Totally. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I don't know, just something else to consider for next year. That would that'd be the only thing that I would say. Uh that that across the whole the whole tournament would you could even improve. Yeah. Everything else I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it was well run. 
They do a great Very job. Warren. Yeah, yep. Kevin and Warren and and his, all his, all their staff, Christy and all that, just do a fantastic job down there. Mm-hmm. So their their pinfall is uh, a little ridiculous, but uh... yeah, but, but you know, but you know what though, their their pinfall when you look at it, it's no like crazy kickbacks. It's no like it's pure hits. A lot of pure hits. Tyler would disagree. <laughs> Tim, did you, did you make the cut, Tim? Like, no, but, I, but I had the opportunity to watch a lot of people. So. I, I think I think a lot of people are getting away with a lot of shit that you probably weren't getting away with, right? Because mm-hmm. I I know like I felt I played really good. I do believe that, but there's a lot of hits that I know don't go anywhere else, except for one other class, probably. There's there's a lot of times where I'd throw no rotation of the ball and I'll carry and it looks like I threw an absolute nuke. And that that that's a thing. That's a thing. And then Dex brought up a thing to me on Sunday night where he says, you know, he thinks his strike percentage or his, his room for error for strikes is lesser here than it would be in other centers. Um, for me. I don't feel. Yeah, for you, right? Like, and I said yeah. that's where we all feel differently too. Oh, totally. Yeah, and and, and like that is no knock on the pinfall at all because clearly it worked for everybody else. But like, it just it just seemed like I had a I had a boatload of corners and a boatload of chops. I like that's that's on me. I, I couldn't find the shot that I could consistently yeah, throw just, strikes. Just and then still average higher than eighty percent of the field. Yeah, that's why he's number one, right? That's why he's number one, yeah. baby. But yeah. I, I, I spared you gotta, that guy's so many stop. corners. That, it was outrageous. That, that, that guy's got to stop. Still couldn't beat Mitch. You mean that guy? Anything? Uh, what's what's that tie? I said, Dex still couldn't beat Mitch if he didn't spare anything. So yeah, I literally didn't have a spare for twenty three frames. Matter. Yeah, isn't spares don't matter. Serve? Yeah, yeah. twenty three <laughs> frames, and then I almost I almost chirped at him too hard, and I felt bad for a moment when it, when I was like, ah, he left a corner finally. I was like, you have a golden opportunity here, Mitch. Whiff. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So let's, let's maybe let's talk about this a little. I mean, we can talk about every shift and go through every shift, um, but there's a crazy amount of four hundreds. Um, there's a crazy amount of great scores. I, I will simply say uh, the last two or three games on Saturday afternoon was probably one of the best uh, amount of great bowling I've seen in so long and clutch shots. It was absolutely awesome to watch. Yeah, I heard the last shift was actually insane, man. Like, Sly threw a 10-bagger to make it in, and it was like a whole set, the whole set of players, right? They all went nuts? It, it, it was, yeah. it was yeah. crazy. Probably, what, 12 people made it on that last shift? And I bet you eight of them. I bet you eight of them through huge last two games to do it. I, I feel like every year we're in Regina, it's not normal for the last shift. Like, normally you would say, okay, scores go down. That's usually how it goes. Uh, our slow throws, yeah, all slow throws rollers. Yeah. All, I so think all, so all shots? So you're I, trying I to tell me? I don't know. I think that's <laughs> what he's getting at, yeah. I think that's okay. what he's getting at. Yeah, just not the um, shitty angle shots like Dexter's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's worked for me every other year too. <laughs> I'm just playing with it. No. <laughs> Door stop. <laughs> um, but it, that that angle's worked for me every other year. It wasn't oh, working yeah. for me I this was, year. But, I was but, kidding. For sure. But um, yeah, it, it was it was nuts. But you know, you talk about that. We had so many people play themselves in, which was absolutely nuts. Um, but it's it happened there, you know, and it started happening in autumn open this year too. And I think 
I think that time period where you have a whole bunch of people pressing on the last one and falling short because of them playing pr pressing, I think that time period is almost starting to dissipate. And I think it's because we have so many quality players that are coming out to these events now that are used to having to throw big shots to make it into things. And you have a, a, a look at the people that did it. There was a whole list of people in that last shift that were like really, really good players. And it's their last opportunity, and they're used to this stuff now. So it, it's interesting. You're not seeing that drop-off anymore. Dude, there used to be... Go ahead, Ty, sorry. I was going to say, I think there's two points to that. One of them is, yes, we have quality players, but our sport's now at a level where you have to do that to get in, and these players yeah. have done it time and time and time, and they failed a couple times. They didn't exactly. do it. And yep. the second side is, going back to the pinfall, don't you think that better pinfall makes them better players? They're more confident. They trust the shot more. They're going to throw a better ball. They, yeah. you know... I can't tell you how many times I was up there and I was like, well, there's an 87% chance even if I drop this ball, it's going to go. I don't have to throw the best ball of my life, so I'm just going to go out there, I'm going to hit my spot, and it's going to work. I think I think the easier pinfall definitely elevated people's games, right? Because you're, you're, you know the score is there, just get it there. I don't think it makes them a better player. I think it just makes the scoring better. Well, no, I think but... There's, I think there's I more think, pressure I, on, on higher scoring centers i i think if they know that, the, that they don't have to be perfect i think that when that's when the confidence kicks in and then and your shot does saying. get better yeah and that's what i'm saying right yeah. yeah they know they don't have to throw the absolute perfect shot like you do at somewhere like paradise which like for me i find that a little bit tougher i have to be in that pocket to get it to go no, i feel way more comfortable <laughs> Uh, Only at I masters. <laughs> as far as like growing up in, in like easy centers, like Ty, we I think we've had this talk before where you grew up in Bonnie Dune and I was two things about that is one, I'm surprised you throw the ball you the way you do. And two, I believe in like if you play in easy scoring centers, sometimes it actually makes you more confident because you're not like over the course of time. Because yeah. you don't care anymore when you're on four baggers, five baggers, six baggers. It's just it's normal everyday life, as opposed totally. to growing up in a paradise or whatever. Whatever center is tough out there, in a still for you, maybe carry. Yeah, so that that's a prime example that you just brought that up. So Michael Wist said that exact statement. Uh, growing up in Saskatoon, he was playing in tough houses. Four or five baggers were like astronomical, right? So he said the first time he came to Regina and he got to that first four bagger, that first five bagger, he was shaking up on lane. Like this is quite a few years ago, but yeah. I do agree with that statement. I think you're right. I think that now that moment of the four or five baggers, when you play in a easier scoring house, makes it a lot easier to get to them mm -hmm. again when you get in those moments <coughs> for sure. So exactly. we, were, we were fortunate. We grew up, we played Bonnie Doom when we were starting about 13 or 14 and we played Sher Park and Sher Park for the longest time. Growing up was a predominantly tough house. So we got a little bit of both worlds, right? So it worked out in our favor for that aspect. You need to realize that you still need to pin. Yeah, like you have to figure that part out too to realize, hey, I still have to make spares to win tournaments. It just, you Sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes you have to. Oh, oh man, I'm going to make that into an audio clip. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I do, do want to quickly go back. Um, I was looking at the stats here, but I do want to point out, um, Mitch, when was the last time that you won uh Regina, what year was it? Twenty seventeen. Yeah. Okay. So who won the year before you? Carrie. Lenny. No. And Lenny. Lenny. Oh, Lenny. So, oh, so, so Lenny won last year. So you're never going to win another autumn, or so another Regina until Lenny wins another one. So wow. that's all usually. Wow. You, you that's we're throwing out there, eh? Okay. 
Washed up. <laughs> we heard butt hurt comment of the whole weekend. <laughs> uh, now going back to this again, moving on. Um, pinners are winners. That's right, Matt. That's right. Seven seventy d- doubles don't win anything. Uh, um, going back to the cuts, though, a lot of times where there, Tyler said it nice, perfect actually, when he said about you know players having to throw the shots again to make it they've done it so many times where they they didn't do it but a lot of players were throwaway players that make the cut now a lot of players would come play their two shifts throw their 1700s and go home and now those same players are so good and they're shooting 22s 23s 24s so i mean it, it just made it so much tougher and obviously kids uh like tyler's age that are that have grown up now like seeing good bowling and learning from these tournaments have just got so much better. It's, it's so hard now when there's like 80 guys that can win this tournament, if not 80 guys that can make the cut for sure. Like the best way to describe it. 80 people. I mean, Josie was on there and I think Josie's Yes. Politically correct. Sorry. Guys is kind of a gender neutral, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's what we're all about here. Honestly, I say it to every customer that comes in. Hey, what size shoes can I get you guys? I say it all the time. So there you go. Yeah, um, um, yeah. It, it was definitely a great show. I mean, I, I, I for one, I had the side, hold on, side seat. hold on. Do we have Jimmy in the in the chat? Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy. We, got, we have a Jimmy <laughs> sighting. Oh, Jimmy, <laughs> oh, welcome man. aboard, Jimmy. The stories I've heard. Uh, R.I.P. Your clubs. <laughs> <laughs> so good to have you on oh that's awesome uh, <laughs> sorry for that break yeah moving on Sunday finals you guys maybe you, you guys were able to participate in it um, what were your kind of yeah, sorry the spectator is also participating it's okay Let's let's go back over something else before Sunday final. Sorry, Tim. Um, yeah, this is on, Mitch's podcast, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah, him do yeah. it. I've never taken over a podcast before ever. Um, <laughs> <Not much. yeah>. <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> okay, no, so Bob's. But I, anyways, but I played. I played Thursday afternoon. I know your flight was delayed there, Dex. Uh, so you, mm-hmm. you know you were supposed to be in that uh, that shift. But so because of the qualifying money, so I had I had uh, I had twenty two eighty five. And after two shifts, I was showing 11th. So the math said that I wasn't going to make the buy after two shifts of so Thursday and Friday morning. So Friday afternoon, I decided to play again based on the qualifying money and the fact that I wasn't going to get that buy. And you guys all know I've said it too many times where I think you can't win the tournament unless you have a buy. That's what I've said. And, and, and two for so two. far, three for three. Oh, three for three. Sorry. Just so we're clear. Club tour. So we're, yeah, just so we're clear. <laughs> no, but I, I said that, and I'm like, and I wanted to play again. And a lot of people ask me, like, what are you doing? Why are you playing again? And I'm like, and you just, you never know. Like, what if you do break off a 24 or something? You get an extra 500 bucks in qualifying money, and it paid for it itself. I, I didn't, but, it, you know, you never know. I think it's going to start to be a thing, though. People are going to start to play again to try to get those buys. Yeah. Yeah. If it, if it keeps coming, like, like you said, Mitch, three for three already. If the stats keep backing it, one hundred percent. Like, why wouldn't you give yourself the best shot to win the tournament, right? Oh, exactly. I um, 
it def- it definitely sat in the back of my head. Go- going into that final, the final three games, I had I had thirteen hundred for f- or for five, and I'm like, okay, I'm in trouble. I'm going to need to shoot like nine thirty, nine thirty for my last three, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what, I th- that's doable. And then I kept saying I was going to shoot a twenty four bagger, but then I shoot, then I shot a t- uh, a two ninety, and then I got on a run at the start of that seventh game. It started with. What six bagger corner spare, five bagger to finish. But at that last five, I'm just sitting there saying, "Okay, this is this is going to be three under. This is good. This is where you need to be." But let's just hammer on, and then try to get as many points now so the last game is easier. Then I only needed two hundred my last game, and at that point, that gave me the opportunity to like, okay, now let's get amped up and try to go for the buy, because it's not about making the cut anymore. I should make the cut now, but try to get that buy now. So it is just definitely a shift in mentality, for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, yeah, you, you, that buy is so important, man. Yeah. The money was more important. <laughs> the money was more. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. I'm not um, but, sleep over the, but, but the but the shot is there too. What you're just saying is that you went corner, six bagger, corner, five bagger, whatever. The shot is there when you get rolling. It's like, it seems like it's just, nothing's insurmountable. Like, nothing is unobtainable. Right, you know what I mean? Like, you could just be yep. like, okay, well, running a seven-bagger is like throwing a couple corner spares, man. Like, it's there. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, 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 was my, uh, that was my thoughts on playing a second shift. Yeah, no, that makes no. sense. Totally, it, it, totally it does sense. make sense, yeah. And honestly, too, if... if if you're gonna make the cut on Thursday, uh, it keeps you loose. Now you well, gotta get some another, reps in before Sunday. That was another thing too. Like I mean, Lenny made it too on the first shift, and he didn't bowl until like I think he played Bakers, and that was it, right? He didn't bowl until uh, Sunday. Uh, Correct. I, I also thought about that on Friday. I'm like, okay, well, if I throw eight more games, and I was trying to do some things on uh, last weekend in my last shift at uh, Timmins, and I was trying to do some things, and then like just kind of replicate it as well. So maybe an extra shift there might have helped me kind of figure out some things as well. So there's there's always some benefits to it. Obviously, yeah. there's a money situations different for everybody too, right? Like if you're gonna spend yeah. say two hundred eighty dollars on a shift, if you don't have it, as opposed to do having it, like it's a big. There's other factors too. Yeah. Yeah, but practice time is at a premium that that doesn't exist during these tournaments anymore, right? So that's, that's one way too. to get it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but Sunday, deck or Tyler, you had to play the morning. Uh, did you find that going from one on a lane to two on a lane was a factor? Mm, yes and no. I mean, like, mentality-wise, it definitely changed how I approached the matches. Um, just Especially, like, I went from bowling Parker and Mitch, who are two, like, not, not super slow, but I'm going to say average pace bowlers, to bowling Lenny on a set of two. That, I think, was a bigger change than necessarily, like, the one to two players. Um, I think it was just the amount of people in the bowling center actually what made a difference. Because playing that first round, only having one in lane, it actually felt pretty intense. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of hitting that, like, 16s, 8s scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're back to the 32s, and you're like, oh, God, there's a lot of people here. Like Pace drastically drops. Everything drops, yeah. right? It was different, but I don't think it was a factor. Lenny was saying to me that he, he 
obviously we we all know about Lenny where he he likes to go fast. He hated playing that. He hates playing the twos. If he can ever get past the twos, you might as well look out because he can just play at his own pace then, right? And he yeah. just walks around. But there was a lot of times where I played Lenny. Uh, Tyler, you played him the first round, right? And then I played him on the B side. Um, there's a lot of times where I'd be going first. Well, they'd be done. The other two would be done, and I'd still be up. And he'd be waiting to bowl. And he's, like, standing right behind me. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, man. There's nothing I can do for you. Uh, like, I'm, I've got a bowl still. So it's, uh, it sometimes fucks with his timing, right? So it, it, could be, it could be the same for a lot of people just mentally. Totally. I do find that Regina's model of two on a lane is more challenging than TPC's. Yeah, with the side-by-side or behind? Yeah. Yeah. That threw me. I I remember doing it last year, like, when we started playing. But I was like, when they told us you're facing the person on your lane, I was like, oh, that's different. But yeah, it's a different format. It's kind of neat. It makes the coin flip actually mean something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where at TPC, it doesn't really matter because it depends on the pace if you're the second player on that lane, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I actually like that too. uh, The fact that you can have a 10th frame that you have a chance or you don't have a chance. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Um,. I was going to comment, so like Ty, after playing the play-ins, like you said, the intensity level and stuff like that, and then you go to the 32, so you introduce another 16 players to the field, um, the pace drastically drops, the the format of the play changes, right? Because now you're not playing side by side, you're playing on the same exact lane. Was there any mental prep that you changed? Um, no. I don't think so. Uh, I played really, really well against Parker. Uh, like, I shot the last eight to shut him out by three or 13 or something like that. And then I was on the pace for a similar score against Wist. So I figured just keep that the same. Knowing that I was bowling Lenny, there was definitely, like, an extra keep your timing the same. But that that's a me versus Lenny situation. That's not a me versus... 16 more people bowling and, and he will he will change your pace of play it happens like you have to oh, yeah. play your own game because because he will do that by unintentionally or intentionally i don't know but it 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 happens where you want to go up there fast too for some reason and you it have to kind change of remind mine. yourself well, it doesn't no. change mine <laughs> uh, you know, but but I, I, it's unintentional and i i will say i think going at slower speed actually hinders himself too so as much as we we're trying to play his speed or try not to play his speed, the other way is around too. He's trying not to play our speed. He wants to do his own, right? Well, yeah, he goes so, for that walk all the way to the end of the bowling alley, right? But, yeah, but yeah. in the twos, he might go to that walk, might come back, and he might not be up yet. Whereas if he's one-on-one, he will be up. Yeah. It's definitely a battle of the wills of who is able to keep their timing um, and, and stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dex, who did who did you play? Uh, I know we played each other on the first round. Who who's yeah. your other match? Uh, Kyle Young. Kyle Young. <clears throat> yeah, before he went off, he was getting some coaching sent in from his wife. Okay. <laughs> Fun fact: that's a hundred percent true. <laughs> but we both kind of struggled our first two games, and we just kind of did uh, 
It was like straight match play. Like everything I did, he would do, and everything he did, I would do. And then the last game, I just threw a couple more strikes. We found in the last game where we threw a whole bunch of strikes, and I just outlasted him. But and then he found the strikes for the start of his next match as he went back to back four hundreds and made made Nelson score on that on that match sheet look silly. <laughs> oh yeah, he gross man. He had eight fifteen for two, didn't he? Yeah, eight fifteen for two to like four ten four eighty or something. They, they didn't yeah. even play a ball, right? They didn't even throw a ball in the third yeah. game. But yeah. anybody who doesn't know that, looking at that sheet, it looks like they played like you know twenty four frames, and Nelson was awful. No, oh, that's yeah, what he, it looks like. <laughs> absolutely, you know. I was crushed watching, him. I was watching, and Nelson asked, "Are you wanting to go for twelve hundred? He's like, "No, I'm okay." Right? And, 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 there, and there were some other ones. Like, I mean, I, like, I was surprised uh, Brad Moans, he starts six-bagger from the gun, shakes his hand, doesn't plot, <laughs> try for anything else after that, right? Um, I mean, was, the perfect game bot would have been $400. Yeah, it was already gone, right? Yeah. yeah but, I mean, just, just in general, though, I mean, I, usually that's something that you guys we would normally do. If you're on a run, you let it go. I mean, I know Kevin Clark did the same thing with Brandon. The game was completely over, but Brandon was on a run. And he let him finish in order to have a chance for the high game pot at the end, right? So, a little bit that was some like a class move by by Kevin, right? But uh, question though, like, I mean, I mean, obviously, okay, the, the sounds out there, but like, obviously, we always want to throw a perfect game, but in this situation where you're in that match and that perfect game is worth very little, do you want to go up there and throw that perfect game and have those nerves and that adrenaline and have that come down afterwards? If your goal is to win the tournament, I don't, I don't know if like if if it's not natural throughout your match and you're doing it already, maybe it's okay not shooting for uh, I, I Listen, I know Carrie's looking that way. Carrie is like looking at you like two hats. But I'm actually kind of agreeing with you, Dex, man. Like, I, I, I that, that perfect game doesn't matter. It's for 300 bucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, you always want one, but I. it's it's going to avoid that come down afterwards where you, have, where you have to go into your next match and try to. Get your heart rate down and figure all that shit I, out again. I, it it could be different for Carrie, the guy who's had like seventeen perfect games. No, no, I was thinking of it as something that's not achieved in the sport very often. No, no, and agreed, agreed. But I, like I said, it depends on what your what your thought process is in the moment. Are you going for the win or are you going for the the PG? I, if it was me, honestly, I'm pretty superstitious about things. I probably wouldn't throw. I would probably shake it because I'm, I'm thinking to myself. I already threw a ton of strikes. I don't want to lose those strikes for the next time either, right? I don't think like that, but I think I also think about like saving my fingers. I think about saving my my hand, my back, all these yeah. things like that. I, I I actually would stop probably on the, uh, yesterday or on Sunday. I probably would have stopped if I had one. Well, I mean, you're washed up anyway, so you wouldn't got it. So that's right. So so. Mitch is saying he would stop. Mitch has multiple perfect games. Tyler, you're probably saying you would stop too. You have perfect game. I don't know if I would stop. I think achieving that perfection in our sport is so seldom that in those moments, if you if you can't recover after that moment, I don't know if, okay. if that would have changed the outcome of your whole tournament. I th- I th- I don't know. I really don't know if I would stop yeah. or not. I think it's a matter, of, I, matter of opinion. I don't know. I don't know if I would either. But it just devil's advocate. Advocate. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad play. I don't think it's a bad play. But no. in, in, the other thing is too. Brad doesn't know what frame he's in. Right. Brad just uh, right. Br- literally he doesn't know what frame he's in. So I mean, for him, 
he could be in frame three. He was walking around and he was in frame eight. I was like, you got five more frames left, bud. Well, Tim Tim didn't even know if Brad can count, so I, yeah. Tim was all over the place on the weekend. Oh, yeah, Brad was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I tried try to mess up Mitch before our match. Kept telling him we were on 13-14. I was warming up on 13-14. Turns out that's not where we were playing at all. Yeah, you came and told me. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure we're on 5 and 6. You're like, no, we're on 13-4. I'm like, okay. Uh, Packed up his shit, moved over. Yeah, and then, I, and then I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure. And we went back to 5 and 6. So we, 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 should, we should mention we're talking about perfect games, and Ryan Reichard won his through a perfect game. I believe that was his second. I don't know if it was second sanctioned one, but it, it is, was his yeah. second. Um, and I don't know how much he ended up walking away with. I think it was like 3,500, is it? Yeah. Yeah, so this kid um, every year, man, every year he plays so well, Regina. Yeah, it's unreal. He's, he's on the Saskatoon men's team. So yeah. Ryan Reichart, I believe, has made all the cuts that he's pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's a very solid player. He was, I think, a year or two older than my brother, if I remember. And like he, even at the bowling school, is just a very solid approach to the game. It's very level-headed. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he threw a perfect game in YBC, was recognized at it at YBC Nationals. This would be his second one. He was 15, he, and he went to the fours at Regina once. And he just seems so chill. Like, he seems really relaxed most of the time. The The one thing about Ryan, though, it, his voice always catches me off guard. Every time. Mm-hmm. I just don't... It's just it's just not what I expect. And then he comes up, and he, his voice is like 10 times deeper than mine. And I was like, oh... Hey, how's it going, Ryan? <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's a, that's a definitely good note you brought up there, Dex. Thanks. <laughs> just, just, just talking. We're talking. This it's obs- a podcast. This observation. That's what we're here for. Yeah, uh, but if you look at his scores after he shot shoot the the four fifty, I mean he he had eleven hundred triple with within the, the those three games, right? So uh, yeah, he he started off or he played the next game very well too. <laughs> Which that there alone shows you how good a guy is. He throws the perfect game and he comes back and plays well right away. Uh, Steve Peter one shift went like buck sixty, then eleven hundred. His next three. Yeah, that was yeah. Wasn't that the last shift too? It was. Yeah, it was absolutely it, gross, man. Like, his his shift was um, a roller coaster. Yeah, let me let me see if I could find it. I here. mean, and Matt had a perfect game attempt, and he. He ended up with four thirty eight. That was another one. Right? Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. Tim, can you explain how we get to a four thirty eight in five pin bullets? You, you throw eleven in a row from the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only way. Yeah. Eleven bagger from the gun. Then what, yep. Tim? Um, you hit one pin. That's yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. 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 So Stephen goes one sixty six, and then goes four oh three. 353 and then 255 275 252 210 so kind of slows down in the middle there and then has to shoot a big one at the end to make it and shoots 335 to make the cut by 30 go okay going over how hard this cut actually was like when you really break it down i had my my 2285 shift i have 990 something for my first three and i'm i'm feeling good like i Playing well, I go like 260, 290 something, right? I've, I've got a good score going. You still need 700. Like, it's it's not a walk in the park. Somehow, some way, I made it extremely hard. And I went 
in game seven, and I'm like, okay, I just just need 220. I got 113 and or 133 and seven. So now you need a five bagger. Oh, good, good job. That that that's how hard it is, though, man. That's how hard that cut is. It's tough, you know. And we 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 might as well take a shout out to Henry, our our beloved Henry. He played really well. And as much as the Dream Crushers uh, harp on the average pros, you know what? He did a hell of a job. Just barely. Just as much as Tim Wiseman harps on the average pros. (laughs) It's one for all, right? It's <laughs> one for all? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, musketeers? Yeah. Uh, we are. We are. But anyways, but uh, he, did, he did a great job. I, I know he came up a little bit short, but uh, definitely yeah. an experience for him, right? Yeah. So let, let's talk about that. Like, not picking on Henry because we've all been there. We've all done this and missed a cut this way. How do you think the nerves on lanes one and two for Henry is when he knows... He probably just needs two hundred. It sucks. Yeah, and I, that's I, and that's the big reason why we always harp. Focus on execution at all times. You got to focus on your shot, your execution at all times, because the second you start focusing on results, it gets way, way harder. And then no matter what number you put up, you could you could say, "Hey, I just need a buck eighty. All of a sudden, you know, you have a hundred and six, and you're like, "Holy cow!" Yeah. Let's I, figure something out, right? So, um. It, it is. It's tough. Uh, it's. I feel really bad for the guy, um, but I'm also so friggin' proud of him. I think yeah. he. Uh, I think he taught himself something over the weekend um, about mm-hmm. himself, and uh, I hope that after as much as missing the cut by three points is gonna hurt, I hope that um, it brings positive things down the road for him because I, I, it, it, it was a hell of a show. But he, he shot a 1,300 quad in the middle of his shift, right? He didn't start yeah. out great. He wasn't sitting in a good spot. 1,300 quad gets him right back in the mix, right? And yep. puts him comfortably inside the cut, right? And then you go to lane one and two, which is for everybody that wasn't there. One and two is notoriously a little bit tougher. There's some players that play really well on it. Um, I'm not saying it's tough all the time. But it bites people because there is a little issue with lane one and it catches you off guard and you got to figure it out fast. And I don't know, I I can't, I don't know, I didn't talk to Henry afterwards, but um, I'm thinking that had something to do with it, right? You know, I and I, I didn't talk to Henry about it either. Um, obviously, we're all really supportive of him, and we wanted to see him do well. I, I just think you look when you're playing well, right? And 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 this is I could be completely wrong, and this is maybe just the situation with Henry. I thought, but Henry is a happy-go-lucky guy. He's he's vocal. He's energetic. He's having fun. He's he jokes and laughs. And I think the last game just got serious. Right, uh, and I think when people are around him, looking at his score, talking about him, and doing all his other stuff, I think it's a little bit a different situation than than what he was. He never been in that position before, right? Um, and and may, maybe down the road, maybe if he just keeps up his his jokey and his vocalness and all his other stuff, just bullshit, he probably would have been just fine. I I don't know, but I know I looked over and I saw him. He was a lot more serious than I ever seen Henry in my life. <laughs> right, because he wanted it so bad, and we wanted it so bad for him. Right, so it yeah, is and that's so where bad. we need to move away. Yeah, so yeah. we don't give yeah, that 100%. same energy to him too. Hundred percent. I think if he wasn't in one or two, maybe he was on seven and eight in the middle. It's not so bad, 
right? But one and two, you're pushed in that corner. Or if we're all going over watching him, maybe it changes the whole mood, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe just me, right? Yeah. Another thing that raised the cut, I think, this weekend too, was that the uh, the total score thing wasn't showing. Right, so people didn't have to look at that all the way across all the lanes and be like, "Oh, well, that guy's got this, that guy's got this," and I think, I think that might have helped a lot of people. You I, know, I how- remember last year they had that issue with the with the Cubica totaling system. It transposed when they flipped the order or something, mm-hmm. so it was confusing to people. So I think they just decide to not run it because yeah. you don't want to have that issue where, even though the the scoring machine and the printouts are proper what was happening up on the lane was improper and it was confusing to people. And yeah, it is. Was... I don't look at that stuff at all anymore. It's really interesting. I just kind of have a number in my head and I just go and shoot for it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's like, ah, okay. Well, cuts going to be around 2240. Try to beat that. And then, cause what, cause what everybody else does around you doesn't really matter a whole lot. That cut line doesn't change a ton, you know, especially in that last shift. It doesn't, move a lot it might move up five points or down five points or something like that but yeah you already know you shoot 2250 you're 99 percent in man yeah exactly so yeah. i don't worry um, about anybody else not to go off ta- tangent here this is still a part of the vagina conversation did db ever pay up his round no he did cheap pass no he did oh he did yeah yeah he did bought me he one. did you're right he, he, did. Did. he bought me one too yeah yeah he did yeah <laughs> Yeah. I was just just drawing attention to that because it was a yeah. podcast. Uh... Oh, and and like, I mean, I wasn't close, but I I definitely thought it was gonna be over twenty two hundred, and I'm the only guy that was like over that. You, still, you won the same amount I did. No, so. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> when Daryl said twenty one seventy something, I was like, okay. Yeah, twenty one seventy five or something. You like that. you've you've had a, a gummy or two. He was he was hopeful for him, but then he ends up shooting twenty three seventy five. So he yeah. didn't need to lowball himself. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Um. Do we want to move on to Sunday match play now? Yeah, we should do that. Well, first of all, Kyle Young twenty five oh four. Gross. That's pretty stellar. Gross. <laughs> yeah, not bad at all. What do you, Kerry? Do you happen to know what the record is? Uh twenty or. Oh. I do have it somewhere. I think it's Weber. It's Weber at TPC. What did Mitch say at TPC? 2560. That might be really close. It's close. I remember watching Adam throw that at TPC. It was gross. And it was five on a lane too, right? It was five on a lane. Yeah, perfect speed for him. You know what? You know what's funny? I don't think anybody said I missed Adam this weekend. Oh, Jesus. don't be like that, Timmy. Come on. <laughs> don't be like that. But did you? I missed Adam. Uh, come on. Okay, I, I don't mind too. having a beer with Adam. Me too. Me I'm too. being nice. I like that. It was weird. It was weird not having and, him. And, and, no, sure. and no Bradley. No Bradley. No, no, uh, yeah, no, no medium tit. Yeah. Adam Weber, 2592, 2018 <laughs> TPC. That's gross. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. If we're still gonna talk qualifying, just random facts. Are you gonna, sorry. Gonna go down the sorry. line or? <laughs> sorry. Uh, t- five shifts over twenty four hundred. But the 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 wild stat for me that I saw this weekend 
105 shifts over 2100 is a wild number. Number. 105 shifts over 2100. It's, it's it's unreal, man. It's it's it actually is unreal. I remember I remember when the, some of the cash tournaments had 105 entries. Uh-huh. It was 105 over 2100. Just that's just a crazy number. I know Tim said I might be a little young, but like when I started playing this, if you shot 21, you were in. Oh yeah, 100%. I remember like 2108, and you're like, oh, that's like super comfortable. There yeah. used to be days. There used to be days, Tyler. Like when you come to Regina, and you be like, you shoot twenty eighty, you're locked. You're locked. You're like, okay, this is this is easy. And it's it's it, it, it's so tough now, man. But but our games have elevated to the point where twenty eighty uh, we could do blindfolded. Yeah, but twenty eighty used to have white bases too. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Right, like know. that big factors man those those black bases are like the biggest invention since the blue band it's crazy yeah like the amount of rollovers you get the like even the when we we will get into it when i talk about towers match in mine but like it's 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 absolutely insane and they must grease the decks too or something like that too because you can you feel like you're gonna miss and it slides right down the lane and they just kind of sweep right underneath each other and it just all has to do is touch it and it goes over Yeah. yeah I we have to give a shout out to Donnie Salmon for his great oh, maintenance. That place is yeah, always he does a great job. But it's it's spotless too. Yeah. 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 Um. Sun. Okay. Sunday finals. <laughs> yes. We're there. I don't know where do you start. Like we we already talked about Tyler's matches, I guess. Yeah, I mean we talk, we talked. You about tell me, Tim. Game. You tell me. I tell you. Um, yeah, let's, maybe let's start with, maybe let's ask you a question. What what match were you the most nervous for, and which match did you do, were you had the most confidence for? Uh, ner- <laughs> nervous? Yeah. Nervous. The, the last one. And it was only because, and it wasn't the first game, it wasn't the second game, it wasn't even after I threw the triple. It was when I missed that right corner in the, in the fourth frame. And all I could think about was Dexter's face. <laughs> <laughs> I swear yeah. to God, man. I swear to God. It was like when all, everything kind of like just went away for a second. And I was like, no way. I missed that right corner. It was like a perfect sweeping pocket shot. And it cut through. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. And I threw a fucking brick into the channel. And uh, I was like, no way, man. Come on. And I, I threw a strike afterward. But then I opened three times in a row. And I'm like... Yeah. Oh my god! But luck, like luckily for me, um, Matt didn't put the pressure back on. And uh, as soon as I threw a strike at nine, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be okay. Just if even if he bangs out, I need like, I need a spare or something like that. And I'll, I, at that time, I was throwing the ball. I, I thought I've got it back. But that would have been nervous. Uh, would be the, the the match against Matt Arms. Selfishly, Mitch, that makes me feel feel so fucking good. No, good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Missing a right corner in a big situation is pretty crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, um, no, you don't apologize. Most confident. I most confident about. I I don't know, man. I was uh, I was actually like in a state of like blackout. Like I, I I swear to God, I don't remember much about the day. I remember bits and pieces. I remember my first. Three players I had to play were Dexter, Lenny, Tyler. And I thought to myself, like, well, because it was the winner of Tyler and Lenny. 
So I'm like, of course, I got to play these three guys, the first three games. And I've, and at the first three games, I actually wasn't like, like feeling it. I was kind of just throwing it up there and hoping as much as that doesn't sound like me usually. Uh, like, But mm-hmm. I was just kind of like throw it up there somewhere because right now you don't even know where the ball is going to come out of your hand, how it's going to come out of your hand. There was times I throw it like that, times I throw it like that. I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm just going to try to throw it up. Even against Tyler in the, the, the 10th frame, I said to Greg, I'm like, if he makes me do anything here, I, I have no idea where it's going, so I'm just going to throw it up the middle and fucking hope. And, <laughs> and, and that's what I did, and I fucking – I actually threw it, uh, threw it well. But, yeah. And right after that, right after that, I was like, I'm good. I, I've, um, got, I've got the what? shot. Yeah. Once you went full flavor Flav, you were okay. I did not say yeah boy. Okay, yeah, you, you yeah, keep you saying that. No, you I did not. No, you 100% did not. You, 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 came, okay. you turned around, you fist popped, you said yeah boy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I said out of boy. But when you're in the moment, okay, it might have came out differently. Um, the, the, the matches I was really excited for and I was a little bit let down on was I and Brad struggled against you. Both matches. And, yeah, he did. And, and that's totally not like Brad and I and I he was punching. He wasn't like he was. He was all over the map. He was, but he wasn't as sharp as he was, right? And uh, I, I am aware of some things. I am aware of some things. Obviously, I'm aware of like, hey, I I knew I was playing really well right after Tyler. I was like, no, I'm locked in now. Like I've got it. Everybody's just gonna get mowed over. And that's how I felt in my in my mind. That's how I felt. I was like, no, you're you're just in my way. And mm-hmm. and I knew it was gonna be me and Brad somewhere. I didn't know if it was gonna be twice, but it was looking like it was gonna be twice. Yeah. And yeah, we go up against each other. We both sucked the first seven frames, I think. And uh, I threw a uh, a four bagger corner or something like that to finish a game for mm-hmm. two fifty something. And then I just went off against them. And yeah. um, honestly, yeah, like everyone else could tell, you went off after that point. You touched the lane with the ball, and it was perfect every time. It was so good after our match. Yeah, so no, I, and like I knew I had to play like mentally sharp to play against you too. I was just like, I don't know where the balls. Like I said, I didn't didn't feel it there. I knew I was playing well enough that I could just kind of get away with some stuff. Yeah. But right after I threw that shot in that tenth frame, I knew I'm like I've got it, and yeah. then I just I just knew I had it. Um, but you like of course this is this is a testament to Regina too. Let's talk about the the match that we had. What did we have for the first two games ish? Like we were five pins apart, or no, one pin, one pin it game. Was one, yeah. 563 to 564? Yeah, and you were going to throw a 400. <laughs> you were going to throw a 400 and you were going to lose. Yeah. Like that was that was how crazy that was. And the whole what happened was I fifth frame or so I throw a pick. I get a kick back somehow some way. I yeah. get a kick back for a chop. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I'm like, "Oh my god, no way." That's just yeah. like mm-hmm. fucking destiny right there. I don't even know. I I spare it. And then the next one I throw, I throw I want to say the next one in six or seven or whatever it was, nothing even hit the two pin and it just goes like this. Yeah. The the eighth frame, I throw a brick hard left and it just sweeps underneath it all. I I couldn't I, even I, I couldn't I even explain know. it, man. I, Tyler I, gets you, a you, corner that that he yells pull 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 and it just pulls pulls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. Watching you this week, you're obviously in a different zone, and uh, I just, you look like you enjoyed the game just as much as Greg does on the lanes. I looked at Mitch at one point, and I looked, looked him in the eyes when I asked him, I was like, 
are you mentally stable right now? <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and and I, and I know you beat Carrie. I beat you beat Carrie. That was a that I, was a great match we had too. Like, yeah. uh, Carrie struggled the first game. I threw a, a low three, and uh, right after that, Carrie goes off for like a mid six, maybe a, maybe even a high six. But I was just, I we even talked about this on Sunday night. I was I was playing well enough that I could just run him out of frames. Like he was playing better than I was the last two games, but I was playing well enough that I could be like, "Yep, just just get spares and and throw a bunch a little couple strikes in there and you're good to go." As long as I was hitting the side, your your money. Yeah, I just lane 13 messed with me. But we talked about that after too. It was moving a little bit more for you, right? I remember it was that. moving about two and a half boards more. So my line that I've been playing all weekend <clears throat> was left pocket but if i flared it a little bit it would get the right pocket well my first three frames on lane 13 i flared and they just tracked back to center Plucked, it was straight every picks time. Too. yeah like straight so, picks, not even like splits i don't think yeah so then i made the move on 14 which was silly because i treated them the same and i picked on 14 after i made the move and then i went back to 13 through the strike and then figured out after that that treated 13 differently than 14 and then I was lights out right like like you said Mitch I think I was 680 690 or whatever but yeah that that first game get the 211 with four five head pins six open frames right like just not sharp enough especially in that moment to put well, any answer to you so yeah at that and we played what in the eights carry yeah yeah, in the eights. I played so I played Tyler in the sixteens and then I played Nelson, and then I went to you. Yeah. And then Kyle. No, then Brad. Brad, then Brad. No, no Brad Kyle. and Mitch played Kyle. back to back. Yeah, we played no, we played fours and finals. They did. No, they played back to back, but it was Mitch and Brad in the fours and then Mitch and Brad in the twos. Yeah, I know. I played Kyle next is what I'm saying though. I played I went oh, yeah, Nelson, yeah. yeah On the other Kyle, side. And then Kyle stayed with me the the first game. I, I believe uh, Kyle stayed with me the first game and then yeah. he just he went at one point he was staying close like for say 13 frames and then he went five through the hole on a strike and I just and then I just took off um, and he just couldn't recover you could tell like maybe the games were kind of getting to him too like I didn't know but he was he was playing fantastic going up to that point because I knew he had had that 815 <clears throat> yeah um, right. yeah and then yeah. hard to I slow down a guy who just shot two 400s yeah. Oh, I played uh, Jeff Hibner the next match after that. And I started off with, this is another testament to Regina. I started off with that 408 uh, against Jeff. And I'm throwing it like absolute perfect now at this point. I go, I'm right pocket, right pocket. My only miss was a sweeping right. I just missed. And then I hit the right pocket again. I think I hit the right pocket. Like I, I was like 10 out of 11. Um, and Jeff had thrown 240, but I know that's only 160 pins or whatever it is there. I'm like, that's nothing. If if he throws three sixty to my two sixty, we're we're talking one game. If that's all it takes there, and uh, just luckily I you know he he played really well the last two games too, but I uh, I stayed enough ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but then we get to uh, Brad. Yeah, Brad. Now that's that's the thing too, right? About Brad, like he is the he's got to be one of the most mentally exhausting players to play. Because he's just like so engaged, you, you know what I mean? Like he's so engaged and he takes his time. He's really methodical, and he gives you too much time 
to think about like I'm thinking the entire time, obviously, when I'm off the lane, I'm thinking just like, okay, one good shot, you know, making sure you're going over your like your your standard things that you're that you're thinking about, like positivity. And <clears throat> I'm thinking about these things so many times, it's like kind of getting outside of my comfort zone where he, he's taking so long. Like he's taking ten minutes for two frames. Like I, I, maybe he's like struggling too. So that's it it's kinda like you want that but you don't want that, I guess. I don't know. So you're thinking about these things, but he's just so mentally exhausted because you know he's a great fucking player. And you know at any point this guy can throw 4.30 at you and you're, you know what I mean, right behind the eight ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially at that place. But I was surprised that he did struggle like he did. He just couldn't finish the shot. Like there was a lot of times where you you don't see him throw the ball down on the floor like that. Yeah, no, he he usually has like really good lift and just, yeah. Um, aggressive, aggressive all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah. has pro- one of my favorite arm swings in the game. If there's oh. such a thing, I just, I just love the way his arm moves and just snaps. I had to uh, when I was playing Jeff Hebner, I go the 400, and then I started like getting some chops and some corners, and uh, I didn't pick, I didn't pick that much throughout the day, to be brutally honest, and that, and that's. That's just how well I was playing at that time. But I noticed I wasn't carrying as much, so I actually looked over to watch Brad because he was playing really well too. So I noticed he was standing like middle left and then coming up the left side. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try to steal that line for a game because it it took me longer than normal to range against Jeff only because I had that 400. So you're always – you're thinking to yourself, oh, it's got to work. Like I just had a 400. I just had a 400. But if I didn't have that 400, I would have changed three, four, five frames earlier. Yeah. You know, you got stuck in that mentality. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah. On Sunday, too, uh, talking about, like, DB, uh, he was way ahead in two matches and then has two people come back with a six and a seven bagger. Back, like, back-to-back yeah. matches. That's just, that's the way that whole day went for most people, I think, right? <laughs> totally. Daryl? Um, you either need I, to shoot the six bagger or lose. Let, let, and I would say... Me. Seventy percent did shoot it. I, yeah. No, Dex is gonna hate me now, but I don't know how to share it. But I did share it to the our group, um, Dex. If you want to bring up the TikTok that Tyson made, uh, you can, I don't think I can share a TikTok on. on it, it's a video. I don't know. Well, I, I know, but it brings up the TikTok app, does it not? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> and while he's looking for that though, but I was talking to Carrie about this on Sunday night as well. It actually felt like we were playing ten pin. Like that's yeah. what I felt like we were bowling. This wasn't, this wasn't like a normal tournament where you could get away with grinding and all this stuff like this. Like, no, he throws strikes, you gotta throw strikes. That's it. End of story. There's no, yeah, there's no leeway. That that's yeah. what our way our Bonnie Doom Wednesday night league was for the longest time. It it was funny. I played Trevor Cook on the B side, thirty uh, twos, and he had me down 90 after the first match. And that's what I was kind of referencing back against you, Mitch. You had me down by a hundred, I think it was. And I was like, well, that's, that's not that bad. Like you can get that back. And I, I happened to come back against Trevor. Um, The guy was unreal. Like he ran into my 900 and then he ran into 990 by Tyson Nelson for back to back. But um, he still played literally 900s, both matches. Like he was solid too. He let you in on one frame in the seventh or eighth frame of the last game, and you had like a nice little triple or quad going, and yeah. that's all it took was for him to open one time. Yeah, he missed a corner. Yeah, it's yeah. It you can't make a mistake. That's that's the 
crazy part, especially late in the match. You can make mistakes early in the match because you can make that up somewhere along the way, like throwing a four, five, six bagger where the other person has to throw a couple corner spares, right? But yeah, late in the match, if you make a mistake, a, a late head pin or a late corner miss, it, it could be over for you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the biggest the biggest flaw you could have in bowling in general is obviously picking, but like it's magnified there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Any spare aces? Yeah, DB spared aces and then threw the strike on it to win the match, right? Yeah, or to no to make the cut. Sorry. No, 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 it was a win match. Yeah, it was a match. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Who's against Tyler? Donnie. Uh, Donnie Salmon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Betcha he's really glad he did that maintenance now. <laughs> but th- was that the only spared aces the whole weekend? I think I so. Think so. I think so. And yeah. DB doesn't throw hard, right? That's just good roll, good lo- good line, right? You do not have to throw hard at Regina. And in fact, no. I think it's actually a detriment to throw really hard. I, I think so, because I remember last year, which, you know, pinfall is different from year to year, but last year, Taylor Michelle needed the double and 10 to beat Johnny, throws a huge, like, pocket shot and gets absolutely tapped. The hop over. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little extra speed. I also think that, like, the biggest key to playing there, and I said this to you as well, Kerry, is, is you have to lay the ball down. That's why if you look at all the, the past champions of Regina, they all lie the, lay the ball down. The rollers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I, mean, I don't think that's okay. is. just giggling. <laughs> why? Why? No, why no, are you giggling? I, I laid the ball down. 100%. I know. I laid yeah. it before the foul line, right? Lenny, so. Tyler, Lenny twice, Brad, myself, right? Like, the, 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 all of us lay the ball down, and that's a big factor there. And you don't really want to throw it super hard. You want to throw it medium speed, and they'll just crack. Like, I, I, I get more breaks there, and so does Tyler, than way harder shooters. Mitch, you told Dex, I think it was the match that we were all on the same set, or you, you two were playing, uh, or maybe it was... I, you told Dex that he throws it just like two kilometers too fast. Yeah, because he's throwing like 44 or 43, and I'm throwing it like 39. Yeah. Don't believe him, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dad, yeah. But I also like I also think angle plays a factor. Like I said, we talked mm-hmm. about this before too, Dex, and like I know you went off, but I, I also believe that middle is the shot there no matter what. Like even if you don't play middle, get to the middle somehow. Like you don't want to play yeah. a huge angle there. And and I'll be honest, like that that angle has worked for me every year before this year. And then I tried to play left, and I, I did. I played half a game on the left side, and it's just buried left pocket corner, buried right or right side of the head pin, buried blow through corner, and I was like, no, this isn't fun. <laughs> no. No, no, no. And well, you also switched to house balls. No, well, that that helped. That so that might helped. not be the double the double factor here. Yeah, you, know, you could have just thrown your normal balls from that side. Crazy. Maybe. Well, I wasn't going to go back. <laughs> one, one change at a time. No, the, the house balls. I think, oh, you mean a two shot? Two a double change. Yeah, the double change is, is the one change. change. You made. Oh, oh no, no, I stuck with the house balls for a long time. I, I stuck with them all, like pretty much three quarters of Saturday afternoon and all Sunday. Maybe I shouldn't well, have on Sunday. I don't know. That didn't work out for me, but... No, but clearly it worked for you on your shift, right? You played really well at the end. Yeah, that I think that was the right... Uh, just a little bit of a different grip, which was nice. Yeah. 
But well, yeah. like talk about that, Dex. Like you played fine, but you didn't win as many matches as everyone else. Like how did you feel on Sunday? Um, I felt okay. Well, honestly, like I, I, I never, I never was, I was never disappointed. Even with my shifts that I didn't qualify with, I wasn't like mad at how I played. Yeah. Because the way I played, there wasn't a whole lot more I could have done. I made pretty much all my spares and moved on, and and that's just kind of what it is. Um, I'm glad I found something for that last qualifying shift to get me in. But um, like I said, I think that was most amped up I've been throughout my last two games in a long time. But. Um, yeah, Sunday. Sunday, as much as like I wish it would have gone further, I, I mean, it it didn't pan out, and I wasn't upset, and like I I lost to Mitch and I lost to you, and like I I'll never be like overly angry losing to you guys. Like I'm not. You guys are two of the best in the country, and you're friends. So like, yeah, as much as I would like love to like hammer you one time, Ty, because I'm going to. Um, uh, hey. That was what Schneider was saying to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Anyways, um, moving on. Yeah, moving on. I, moving on. I, well, I'm never. It, it is what it is. Like I, I know, I know that facing you guys will always be a challenge, and and I know like ninety percent of the time that that those matches could be a coin flip. And is there anything you I, would have changed? Um. Absolutely. I don't. I don't know. So, so I'll like. I'll be honest, Ty. Like when I started facing you, I like, the killer instinct was there. Like I, I wanted. I wanted to beat you. I wanted to beat you, and then it. it then it didn't. Then it was gone. And I. And I. At that point, life is more important with other things. And at that point, I just. I'd rather be. A friend over being angry in my head, being want to hammer you, you know, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, sure. would I change anything? No, not really. Well, you're bowling a match. It's not like, you know, you'd have to hug them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, what does that mean? Like, I like you guys all too, but when we're playing, it's, that's it. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying too, Mitch, but yeah, no, I think, it's okay. Um, we don't have to get too deep into it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, yeah, moving on. <laughs> Uh, how about the fact of that there might have been like a you know a seminar that happened and uh, Kerry Snyder had three guys and I knocked them all out and <laughs> well did, what was Kerry 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 harasses you and Dexter I mean he basically was taking a picture of your balls fought the whole the whole yeah I got I got one there I got one there he said hey. he was gonna send me the picture while I was bowling against Brad but I didn't have my phone on me so it wouldn't matter. But I gave yeah, him a little wink I, in the tenth frame there against Brad. <laughs> you know what? Um, quite the character, yeah. Let's, yeah, we, we don't we don't condone gambling or anything. Like that, <laughs> well, so. there's no one knows what it is. But yeah, no, it was, <laughs> no, yeah, no <laughs> one, no one knows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he was raging for like three hours afterward, though. Oh, was <laughs> he? Oh yeah. Uh, I think, He's he, like, he how did you a, fuck me? How did you fuck me? And he took it out on. Uh, it on Dexter, yeah. Did did he? As he does. Yeah, I've been saying. <laughs> no, he Kerry, didn't. No, he I've been, didn't. I've, I've been saying Kerry progress. <laughs> no, he didn't. Of Dexter taking pictures of him once a day. The emojis say otherwise. Yeah. Um, You've been yeah. sending pictures of me once a day to him. Yeah. <laughs> Is there not laws against that? 
In, like I'm pretty sure there were laws in California for sure. There is yeah. California, California. <laughs> the opposite of Alberta. The opposite. <laughs> uh, um, I do notice Carrie has something ready to go down below there. Yeah, I don't know if he wants to talk about that. Uh, yeah, for sure. So obviously, Vagina Classic is part of the WCBT. Mitch Davies is a proud member of the WCBT. Proud, very proud. proud. Perfect. Super, right. super proud. Super proud. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Mitch is now the proud owner of number one and leading player of the year as well. Um, Yay. So right now the cut is Dexter for the top 12 Tour Championship at 131. What do you guys believe will be the final cut number for points? Greg. Greg is the leader of the midfield, eh? He's I think it's Greg. midfield I... player. There's, well, he, we were just talking about it today because obviously we're trying to work out like uh, you know where everybody's gonna, if we're going to stay if he's going or whatever, and uh, he he we were just talking about how he's had too many mediocre finishes for for him, which is like ridiculous when you think about it. It's yeah. like those are still good finishes. It's just it's so hard because okay, think about it. there's five tournaments, so there's mm-hmm. if there was five different winners and five different second places, that would mean ten people are making it. Yeah. Yeah. Theoretically, right? So that's how hard that is. Well, 145 I don't think is enough, right? So a second place technically isn't. I I think it's somewhere in between those numbers. A second and a cut. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you've got five tournaments to do it. So, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think Gary might be the odd man one out. Because, you know, somebody can get hot when when the event, right? Somebody might already have points and and get in there, right? So you just never know, right? I, I do agree with that. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, I think Greg is kind of the. I think Greg. If, if he doesn't improve, that's I think that's where the line is. We're, yeah, we're kinda, I think Greg kinda, is in. We're kind of in a year we don't know because we never had five tournaments before, right? So yeah, this is the first time. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, it's going to be a little bit different there. Can you actually can you blow it up just a little bit more, please? <laughs> Want to zoom time? in on a name 16. or what? Like my name one more is, time. My, my name is sixteen. <laughs> no. We could just see just the top of Tim. There just Tim. Tip. Yeah, there we go. Just the tip. Yeah, there There's so go. many guys there though that could like go off for a win or a top, a top two or a top four. And the the, the format for Heritage is actually conducive for that too, right? Like, you, you can get the. Um, it's only the one side, so I mean, I don't know. There's so yeah. many guys. Yeah. yeah. Like Derek Horn won it last year. Like, so what's to say that he doesn't do that there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so at this point in time, if we're saying Greg is probably the cut, so a win gets you in, right? Yeah. For sure. But now, like, you look at Dexter, like, he has an 85, a 23. To get to that, he he's going to have to get one of Greg's numbers, right? So he's going to have to finish midfield, probably top 10. Top. Right? Well, how, top do we, how do you guys count it? How do you guys count it for Heritage? Because... You've got so, the eights and then sixteens are not the same or no? Yeah, so if you get knocked out in your pod like eighth, then you tie with the other four pods in eighth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then you would split the points for those four positions. Right. So it's kinda like the autumn, I guess theoretically, or no, because like nope, the, autumn the autumn is all separate. So it's kinda like oh. if you get knocked out in the thirty twos on both sides, you split the points with everybody else that's knocked out in the thirty twos. Okay. Right. Hmm. What's the points for like a fifth in a pod and the, like the first pod? Like, say you make the kite and you go fifth. Fifth in, I can bring that up. We'll, we can look at that. Because that would make sense, like to start looking at where 
people have to finish to kind of lock themselves in. Like if Dexter only needs to go fifth in a pod, that's a big difference between having to make it to the next round. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a similar boat as I was last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I need to need. I mean, Tyler has to do some. Well, Tyler's okay, but Tyler's fine, probably. I would say. Yeah. Um. So if we look at Regi- or sorry, Heritage 2022. So, uh, of course, it's sorted wrong. Do we answer John's question? What's the question? Question is technically first and second place. Why does Mitch still only get a hundred? I agree. Points? I fucking brought it up too. Because because somebody can absolutely dominate the autumn open by four hundred pins. Do they get more points? No. no. Yeah. So we it's always take their the highest tournament. their highest finisher one side. Mitch, we we talked about this a little earlier, just a little like in on podcast today. Right? They so, no, you were not. You were not on when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Like Kerry Snyder said, Kerry Kreitz just changes the rules every tournament. So I don't understand <laughs> what we're like, what we're doing here. Every fucking I was first after TPC. I was in first. Then he changes it seven times until I'm not first anymore. They're screwing me it's, every it's time. A KK, it's a KK tour. It's a KK tour. What? What? I, like what? Kerry, Kerry oh, the Kerry. Okay, I get it now. Uh, <laughs> do 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 do. I should have been. They, they, they fucked me, Tim. <laughs> Get in line. That, I've been, that's I'm missing goal. lots of, I'm that's missing points goal. though too, yeah. <laughs> You're missing points too? Yeah. I, I, I thought I'd play better this weekend. I didn't get any points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but that, that's the exact reason, right? Like, somebody could absolutely dominate the Autumn Open or the Heritage. Like, not even be... Yeah. And Even close, the but they don't have the side. option to run both sides. So yeah. how could you award more points for a double bracket tournament compared to well, the autumn open? You can't. Yes and, and no, though, fair. because if I go to the eights on both sides, you technically give me seventh. Do you not? What do you mean? Sorry. If, if I go to the eights on both sides, don't you guys give me like extra points? That used no, to be the it's way. Your, it's your highest finish. So if you lose out in the eights, and the eights on the other side, you beat somebody that finished eights with you and sixteens on the other side. You would be the higher player. That's why you get more points. Okay. <laughs> Does that not make sense? Well, the wheels are spinning here because I'm thinking like you you still did well on both sides, so you still got more points. You did because you went eights and eights against somebody that can went eights and sixteens. Yeah, you played better. You should get more points. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not, not, not wrong, but, Johnny. Not wrong. <laughs> right. So I played better than everyone. Yeah, you won the tournament. You get 170 well, points. <laughs> so that's that's the maximum. nobody else can win the tournament. Yeah. Right. So, right. They can't win the B side or the A side. So that would you go up. So so Mitch, it's it's scaled from one to one to fifty. Yeah. Based on like your uh, on on the best players. So if two people went out like. Two people disagree. went out in the eights. Yeah. Okay. They so would tie. They, they would tie. Yeah. There should be a bonus in there. Mitch, no, Mitch. That, that, your bonus is the extra 25 pins over anybody else. That's your bonus. Mitch, Put a poll out there. Okay, here, here, here's the thing, Mitch. I hear there's... Um, don't understand I, how you can compare Autumn Open and this tournament and how you can... Clearly state that you think you deserve more points than somebody that wins the automobile by a don't, lot more than anybody else. Don't get angry at me. No, I just, I want to hear. 
Jeez, man. Hey, we've been through so much together. Now all of a sudden we gotta get angry. This is together. seven years of this yeah. built up, and now somebody has a problem with the scoring system. Mitch, if you don't like it, Mitch, create your own tour. I... Oh wait, he did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I like I like this. You know what, John? Your podcast starts and, next week. Five big galaxy. <laughs> get on there. Get on there. All right. I mean, uh, sorry. Even... So we're we're wondering what Dexter would have to do in order to get fifty-two and a half points. Let's say get what Greg is thrown. He would have to uh-huh. finish six in the la- in the second last round or in the second last pod. So sixteenths. Sixteenths. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, eights or sixteenths? Sorry. Eights. Uh, the sixteenths. Well, the second last full pod or the second last? Yeah, because you have the pod of four, right? And then you have the pod of eight, and then the two pods of eight. So he would have to finish six in that round. Okay. But to better Greg's score, he has to actually finish fifth. Right. So you'd have to finish fifth in that pod. That's tough, man. Like that's so. Oh, wait. So I have to finish sixth in the in the round of sixteen, or yeah. in the round of okay. Right. Clear that's as how that works. <laughs> Heritage is a unique format, so I know it's the second second last pod thing that really fucks with me. Yeah, it's just it's just because there's half the field is knocked out in the first pod, right? So that's why it escalates so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like the double bracket system where you could literally only lose eight players if it kind of spreads out that way, right? Yeah, exactly. You're automatically getting rid of 16 players just like that. I tell you, I was what, in... six of the 16th feels way better than six of the eight. Six of the eights, eight. yeah, way better. Bye, Timmy. See you later, guys. See you, Timmy. Awesome nappy time? Yeah. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Have a good trip. Um... I think I was in Greg's position last year, and like the exact five guys or four guys played really well at Heritage to beat me out. And then you still bowled anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that, Tyler. How many times have you <laughs> had to beat me on TV? Um, only uh, when yeah. other people are watching. Yeah, that's that's, just, that's the only time that matters. <laughs> it could be like Lenny. Lenny told me before we played the three-game match, he keeps going over this all the time. He's like... You've never beat me in a three-game match. Ever. Ever. I was like, oh, okay, Len, thanks. He just kept reiterating it, too. I mean, that's a good strategy. Just build it, like, you know, pound it into your brain. Yeah. I, I made that ploy for the Tour Championship the first time I played Tyler, and then he whooped me, so it wasn't a good play. I, I turned like 18, it. and Carrie wasn't a threat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Sixteen in the traditional finals? No, I can't. No chance beating Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Washed up. There it is. <laughs> washed up. Yeah, Carrie, you're washed up. Yeah. Oh, you're you're back now. Back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you were throwing a great ball though on the weekend, Carrie. Like there was a reason, you know, we wanted you. But there's you were. Uh, I didn't specify in what. I'm just saying. No, and sure. yeah, yeah, no, we you were throwing a great ball on the weekend, man. I thought you had the potential to go. Yeah, I lost by three to Tyson Nelson because he banged out, and that was my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I love it. I love um, it. For the podcast listeners on SoundCloud, that was Len and Seth 
letting Mitch know that he still hasn't beat him in a three-game match with only one to Elaine. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but then I came back, beat Trevor Cook, played super solid against Parker Anderson. He was down early. Um, I ran him out of frames, kind of like Mitch was saying he did against me. And then, yeah, then I ran up against you, Mitch, on the other side. So. Parker played really well, too, against uh, against you. Like, he came, he fought all the way back. He didn't quit at all. Yeah, the match is five bagger. Because if I didn't match that five bagger, he had all the points back. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So fast she goes. Yeah. Uh, anything else interesting happen here? No, just you walking away with all the money. Uh, ninety nine thousand. They figure they paid out over the weekend. Oh, I think that's... I thought it said ninety seven something on the post. But they they did know. announce ninety nine at the tournament. Yeah. I thought. But... Yeah. yeah, I think it's 97. That's that's including all the side pots and stuff, right? Right, yeah. But uh, That's not a number I ever thought we'd hear in our sport. yeah. It's crazy, man. And that yeah. doesn't include... That does not include the... Uh, the perfect game money, which would oh. put them just over 100000 Yeah, $100,000. Yeah. How does that not get sponsorship knowing that that kind of money is flowing through... An event. Yep, it's crazy, exactly. man. I, um, yeah, I think like uh, I've had a lot of people message me about how much it actually was overall, and it it's around like twenty one. Yeah. yeah, it's insane, man. Like it's it, I never thought ever you would make that much money in a tournament. Yeah, exactly. Like I could see, yeah. I could see ten grand, like you know, because I've seen those before, even 10, 15 yeah. years ago. But never did I ever think you could take home that much money in a tournament. Yeah, I it's think like when, the price is right. It's like behind this door, you get a brand new car. Yeah, I think it's yeah. really what this is. At TPC, I, when I won the Invitational and I won a bunch of side pots and then I won or got second, I think I walked away with like 18. Like, yeah, that's that, solid. That's, like, yeah, in, you... that's unreal, man. Like, And that was a few years ago. And like you're winning over 20 now. Like, It's growing so fast. Yeah. Well, and, you, and we keep raising the uh, the entry fees too, right? Like if they go to say say TPC goes to two twenty five or two forty, or or Regina goes to two twenty five, or, or they're already at they go to two forty. You know, like we could see it where there's three hundred entries and you're paying two hundred fifty dollars. It could be big money, man, like huge money, like enough stuff that you could pay off a car or something like that. It's, it's huge. Yeah, that that fifty dollars a shift is a boatload Massive. of money. Boatload so. Of money. Just in reference, like I'm not sure how many people watched the PBA over the last decade or or that. There was tournaments that they were only paying ten grand to the winner, mm-hmm. right? And th- this is major PBA, like national wide. And that wasn't that long ago, Kerry. No, it wasn't. It was five five years ago. Yeah, and right? now they're back to like forty or something, right? Yeah, they they've drastically done a lot better since Bolero took it over and have influx a lot of money into it but to know that a canadian sport is paying out just as much as a worldwide sport well there's other things at hand there too right i mean they only have 120 entries paying 500 or 750 or a thousand you don't have to get into the details just look at the final number <laughs> well, i was gonna say there's a lot more factors at hand there yeah <laughs> they're paying a lot more for entry too they're paying 600 dollars, right that's what i'm saying some of them are a thousand like the u.s opens a thousand dollars right yeah. so but it's it's all about semantics is how you look at it just like this is the only the fourth time in in the last you know 18 years of the regina classic that the cut was over 2200 well yeah if they want to say it's that o- it's only the fourth time 
it's the last five years, but it's only the fourth time. How, how much higher can it really get, though? Come on. No, I, I think you're right. I think we're going to hit a saturation point where, like, it just yeah. it just can't. Physically, it's not possible to have a 2300 cut. It's just not, it's not there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I do agree with you. Like, there's... There's a point in our game where, like, pe- like it's just not possible for people to get better. Like, if you took, I, I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna say it very nicely here. If you took the, the 20 players that you know uh, didn't do well at this tournament, very like didn't do well at all, and you replaced them with the 20 best players in the country that weren't there, would the cut really go up by 25 pins? Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Theoretically, I don't think it can possibly do it. Well, yeah. just look at it year to year, though. It's going up 25 pins every year. Or not that much, but like it's going up every year. So to say that you influx that many best players, I think it does go up. For sure. The, well, the, just... cut, would have been, the cut would have been 2248, I think, if it was a 32. I think that's what the number would have been. What was the cut last year? I was 32 and I was 2247 and I was behind Wisp by one. Yeah, so 47 was 32, yeah. There you go. So 47 and the cut last year was what, Dex? I don't know. That's what I was just asking. What was the cut? Uh, 2223 or something like that? Yeah, they used to have the... They have the results up top. If you go to the previous year... You gotta scroll down. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, no, it's, there it is. it's not there. You got it here, Carrie? Yeah. 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 I don't think I, it's there anymore. I got it. No, it's here. Twenty twenty two results combined. Bones is saying twenty two thirty three. Yeah, was the thirty one cut. So twenty two twenty seven was thirty second. So it went up twenty pins. What what was it, forty cut, sorry? What was 40 cut uh, the forty cut would have been twenty two oh five. At first glance, I wasn't even thinking that top twenty four was going to be good enough. Like twenty two eighty five was going to be good enough for twenty fourth. At first glance, yeah. Just when you see like you know you see five, you finish fifth in one shift to forty eight. That's another thing too. What we didn't, what I didn't say in the last one was forty eight people only blew that shift and I finished fifth, and then sixty four went and I finished sixth in that shift. Yeah. So. Okay. It, it, the math wasn't equaling out to saying that three shifts, my score would make it. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to say that. Yep. Okay, I do have to go to work. Oh, do you? Go to work? <laughs> yeah. All right, yep. well, thanks, Mitch. Uh, congratulations. Um, that's, a, that's a win for the record book. Like, really, that's a historic not, win. Not too many times that's happened. Brad Mullins, Bruce Mortar... Mark Jackson, I think, did it. And, and then to win every event. Yeah. In it. That's crazy. Yeah. So, congratulations. Um, next time, share some money with other people. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. But but we'll, thanks for having me on your team on Thursday. <laughs> and we'll do it again next year. Yeah. Everybody tune in to the 5PL this weekend on Sunday, and we'll see you all next week. Yeah. Right. See thanks, you guys. everybody. Bye.